All right, so what's up, everybody? It's Tuesday. You're sitting with Gordy and Spencer. It's Wooden Your Ear Skateboarding. And, you know, it's getting to be that time of year. Oh, God, I hate it so fucking much, dude. I've been wanting to skate so bad, but you, you're out there for 20 minutes and you, you're freezing your nuts off. Yeah, it. you know what pisses me off the most is, like, a lot of people don't have to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, there's people out there that just fucking go and they skateboard and it's whatever. And yeah, we go and skateboard and it's whatever, but it's so goddamn cold. You gotta, like, get adjusted to it. Yeah, it, uh, even slamming is just that much worse. I don't, that could just with me getting older, but, like, I feel like slamming now in the cold is just, like, bone shattering. It's just, like, since chill, it just takes you out. At least that's just me. That could just be me. No, that's definitely true. It's like the concrete gets hard and whatnot. That's super whack. I don't know. Sometimes it's more, but to me though, I don't. This is just a weird thing. I I remember seeing a Jim Greco footage like this. I thought it looked so cool when he was filming a trick, and there was like light snow and like all the trees and shit that were around him were just dead. I don't know why I thought that looked sick. <laughs> That's super badass though. Yeah, it was badass. I think it was in the Death Wish video. He like fifty some rail or something, but it's like I just noticed everything around it was just it was like bitter cold. You could see snow. And, like, there was trees and shit. They were just all, like, no leaves on them and shit. I was like, I don't know why that looks so fucking rad. Could have just been because it's Jim Greco, too. But, like, that fucking looks sick. I want to film in the cold, and then I get out there, and I'm like, fuck this. (laughs) See, I always, like, it usually doesn't actually bother. Like, I can bitch about it all the time. But it doesn't bother me once, you know, you get your body, like, adjusted. It adjusts to the temperature and everything. And then it's just like, yeah, whatever. There's snow on the ground. You... You just deal with it. Yeah, for sure. It's it's like I think literally it's like the beginning of the winter is really the worst because you, I mean, shit. We two not even was that two weeks ago. It was seventy five degrees out for like three or four days in a row, and now it's like thirty two. Well, it's technically not even cold yet. Right, I know. Is it has winter started technically, or is it still fall? I don't know when that actually starts. Yeah, me neither. I've I've seen people like say like, "Oh, winter's here. Winter's a, is upon us." But like, it might just be, it might just feel like it. Because I don't know if it's the official. I still feel like I still feel like we were just at the park skating, like with our shirts off, sweating ridiculously, like not even two months ago. You know, like middle of summer, which I mean, I guess it kind of was. Not really. I don't know. It was August, right? Yeah, it was something like that. Something like that. Have you been watching any skateboarding videos lately? Honestly, like, so, you know, what am I, what am I even talking about? None of you guys listening would be disappointed if I said no. That'd be expected, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) But no. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you would have been all over the new Enjoy, little Enjoy video. No, I never did get around to watching it. I do know, um... Fuck, what's it? The Houston Vert Ramp, they're supposed to be doing something. Oh, you know what? I did see Rumble and Ramona went on. Rumble and... That sounds familiar. It's one of the... So, there's this amazing time of year when they do all the ramp stuff, like Rumble and Ramona, Vert Attack, all that goes on. It's like the same fucking week. I haven't seen anything from Vert Attack, though, but I, I was amazed that Rumble and Ramona even went on. To be honest, I didn't know they did it all in one week. That's probably a blast just to go to fucking contest to contest. I don't. 
so I don't actually think it's all one week, but by the time like everybody edits all their footage and shit, it all gets released in one week every year. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, that's still rad though. I've been wanting to skate some fucking big boy ramps lately. That's just been my thing. It's so much goddamn fun. Like I swear. Even though it's not even doing the gnarliest tricks, just cruising and just doing a couple edge grinds and like little fucking shit on top of the ramp, but like we gotta get gnarly. It's just fun. It's so much fun. Hell, even just fifties and like slash grinds are a blast. Yeah, exactly. It's just cool. It just feels good, you know. Uh, fucking, what was it? What was it? Do you? So I. I this is a really out of the blue question for you. Uh, do you have? I I still do this ever since I learned about it years ago. But do you have a contender for Sodi this year? Who do you think is going to be Skater of the Year? Because that's like right around the corner. So I don't have any idea of who's done what this year. But I was actually, that kind of brings up, we've got a set up for the Wooden Your Ear Skater Award. Oh, for sure. But as far as Thrasher, God, I feel, oh my God, this show has been going on for a year. I know. We've talked. We talked about Skater of the Year. I think in like one of the first episodes. Really? Okay. Well, we gotta break that down and fucking figure this shit out. Then what the fuck? I mean, I think it's kind of a no-brainer who's gonna win our fucking title. But I don't want to release that information yet in case we decide to break it down and put real science into it. <laughs> yeah, I think I. I think I have an idea, but I don't. I also, because I'm not quite sure if you're thinking on the same way, like the same way as me. <laughs> we need to, for everybody listening, we need to do like a little, like I don't know, like a little, like fucking tournament style thing, or we'll do like a little, like we'll show everybody our process of how we come up with who gets the award, and there is going to be some kind of award. I don't know what it is yet. Yeah, well, it's going to be cool. Yeah, that'll work. We can, yeah, do like little, like little something, something, you know. We'll give them like Wendy's coupons or something. Oh, dude, that's what I was already thinking about. Give them a four for four. <laughs> Whoever Sony gets, fucking, a four for four from Wendy's on what in your ear? <laughs> Hell yeah! But uh, no, I was I was watching, and you know, I you know me, I'm a fucking dork when it comes to this stuff i always watch skate videos in my downtime do at lunch at work and stuff but like i was thinking this that mason silva guy i don't know if you've seen any of his footage but it's like fucking always absolutely insane i know the name but i think i only know it because you talk about it and i don't think i ever actually watched anything from him he's he's impressive man he's impressive but then, I don't know, does the name Tom Knox sound familiar to you, too? That also sounds familiar, but I don't know. <laughs> he's, like, he's like sneaking up in there in the ranking, rating, rank, uh, rankings, I think. Because he's just like dropped like two parts within the past like week. And one of them was like a, an 11-minute long part, which is pretty pretty cool. It's all, it's all very, very creative. I'm... I'm, I like to look at, I don't know about you, but I like to look at skateboarding more on the creative side than I do, like, who's doing the most insane fucking trick or who's doing the most technical trick. I like to look at, like, wow, I never would have thought of skating that. Or I never would have thought of skating it that way. Like, to me, that's a little bit more impressive just because it's d- different, I guess. 
So I kind of go both ways with that, really just depending on my mood, I guess. Oh, for sure. But I take it both these guys are kind of in the vein of like the Tim and Eric skateboarding or the, I guess I, there really isn't anybody else like Tim and Eric in skateboarding. Not, not of awesome show, great job fame, but there's another Tim and Eric from Roger fame who, I guess it basically, you know, it could be Eric Wareheim and Tim Heidecker for all I know, (laughs) but like that kind of shit. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not too sure with I'm not too familiar with the Roger crew, but I know they're like kind of they're pretty solid. Like seems like a solid group of dudes. I've never really seen much of their stuff, but I saw their one video when it came out like years ago after the launch of the brand. How long has it been around? Did they like did they like fall out and come back or are they currently making stuff? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They, is it the? It's got to be the same company that's got like the boards I've seen at least. They've just said Roger skateboards, and it's got like a happy face on it with his tongue out. Yeah, that's definitely the same one. Yeah, they've been like pretty. I see it pop up pretty frequently. I've seen kids at the park with them too. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, they must have either made a comeback or just never left, and they're just now fucking popping off for some reason. I heard someone say it was Jeremy Rogers' company, and I. Kind of, I was like, I could see it, and then I looked into it. And I was like, oh, this is definitely not Jeremy Rogers. No, I think it's just the artist who did Pop Wars stuff did his own thing. And yeah, you're right. It looks like they like went defunct in 2014, and then just started to up again late last year. That would make sense why it's so relevant. Still, yeah, cool. I mean, fuck yeah. Uh, there's a Leo Baker. Um, just dropped their their new little promo video. I didn't watch it yet. Called Glue Skateboards, and I read that their uh, their main drive to uh, start the brand was because it was like for I, I'm pretty. I, this is the, like to sum it up smallly. It's for like people who are like LGBTQ. Okay involved in the industry for years and just didn't feel comfortable because that you know back way back when it was very uncommon to come across skateboarders like that you know and female skaters wasn't really a thing yet either i mean there was but they weren't like how it is today so that now they got this brand where it's like they only pick people up that are like that that are lg lgbtq or whatever and they're like their, their main drive was because something to do with marissa del santo not turning pro for zero for her uh what was that video that came out in 2009 strange world i believe so yeah i think she put out a part in strange world that was absolutely bonkers and um i guess the chief jamie thomas didn't want to give her the pro nod or she didn't want to turn pro or something like that i'm not too sure but they say they say that's what like was like a downfall for her in the industry and i guess they were just like no we can't let that shit happen but i don't know i'm not too sure i I didn't dig too much into it but that would that would make sense to me knowing of that time and skateboarding and particularly the kind of like the kind of kids that were into the whole 
zero fallen and all that jazz. I don't think a woman would have been a good fit. Not that she wouldn't be a good fit, but what do I think? I don't think that demographic was very nice to women in skateboarding. Exactly. And that's what the, yeah, exactly. Cause skateboarding, as far as I'm convinced is only recently being somewhat cool about that because yeah, like there was always Alyssa steamer and whatnot, but I would love to hear like her opinion on how skateboarding was for her. Jen come did something on um, Marissa del Santo about it. I think like a year or so ago, I vaguely remember it. And I, I, I remember them talking about like, her being in the van this is the only part i remember specifically they're like how, how do you feel about like being in when you go on tours with zero and shit being in a fucking van full of you know dudes you know to let alone fucking skateboarders you know just dumb skateboarders and she was like i never once felt uncomfortable i always felt like never out of place even being the only girl and she was like they asked her like some other bullshit. I remember she mentioned how the only thing that bummed her out was that she wasn't able to pee in the van. So she had to stay sober the whole time. So they didn't have to pull over every 10 minutes because she would have to pee or something. And I was like, what? That's kind of, that's kind of weird. <laughs> Cause like, you know, when you're in on tours, that's like all the tour footage and shit. You just see guys getting fucking plastered on the road and acting dumb. And I feel like the zero team kind of was nostalgic for that. Right. Like zero and fucking, you know, mystery. I remember watching like a mystery. Oh, it was a mystery and a zero fucking video of Jimmy Carlin, like all fucked up on acid and shit, acting a fool. And I was like, that just looks like such a good time. <laughs> like, it just looks like so much fun. I mean, not doing the drugs part, but just like, it just looked like fun being on the road, just partying with your friends in the van. He's like, even when they talked about like, he's like, she was like, yeah, it's a bunch of guys. She's like, so they would get pretty crude with their comments and like start talking about like banging chicks and t- stuff like that. But she said it never bothered her. She's like, it's just typical guy talk. She's like, it never bothered me. She's like, I was involved in some of it sometimes. Like, she was like, it was whatever. So I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. At least she didn't feel like outcasted, you know, for being a girl. Like, because I personally, that never bothered me, like seeing a girl skater. And I don't know if just because it was the generation I grew up in, but like, that never bothered me seeing a girl skateboarder. And But I know sometimes it's like, seen a girl do any sort of sport it's kind of like a what the hell she can play basketball she can play football or you know what i mean see and i wouldn't even say it like that i would to me i would i would have thought that skateboarding would be more of the like looking at it kind of like it's a circus act or like a uh like you like call it um spiritual dance <laughs> yeah <laughs> But no, for sure. It's definitely more on the creative artsy end. Like, it's definitely more of like, at least that's how I look at it. It's definitely more of like a way of expressing yourself, you know, depending, I guess, how you skate, how you do it. Because I feel like nowadays it can be looked more as like as a legitimate sport because there's guys out there like treating it like a professional athlete would. And there's also guys out there that are just out, you know, not. Oh, no. What I was actually getting at was. Like when I was growing up, it always seemed like like your anomaly your anomalies like Alyssa Steamer were treated as if they were the circus act. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Like the women had this artificial and maybe it was just like the skate shops and whatnot that I hung out with. 
hung out in. But it was like they had this handicap for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Not saying not saying anything about I don't know. Basically what I'm getting at is skateboarding to me it seems like it's making the right moves, but this as far as I'm aware is like within the last year or two that skateboarding's done any kind of positive movement. Yeah, I totally get it. I do. Like it's cool. I I back it. The only thing that I get I get kind of touchy on is example this one dude uh share strawberry or strawberry, I don't know how you say it, the name, but uh they like skated and uh they like hurt their ankle pretty pretty bad like years ago like back when they were in high school until they quit and then now that years later he's out of high school and stuff he's like in a band doing his own thing he picked up a board again and he skates and not saying they're not decent or anything like they're good they but like it just kind of bugs me that there's people out there that are like pushing and pushing and pushing with injuries still that aren't getting this big recognition recognition i don't know if real the reason why i don't know if it's just because they're not doing it in the right areas and the right spots but like i just had a thought i was like here's this guy who like used to rip and then quit for several several years before they were even involved in anything and any company and then just makes a comeback and like everyone loves it for it and while there's like people like spanky who like pushed he did his entire stay gold part switch foot like he skated switch because he he like fucked up his leg and he couldn't use his one leg, so his whole part well not his whole part but a majority of his part was switch, and then he gets dropped by his sponsors and had to like work for it back. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was kind of weird, but it just I guess it just depends on the situation really. That's pretty much some of it all. Like it just depends on the situation. Well, at that rate, my question about the spanky thing is why he got dropped from his sponsors. You know? Yeah. Why he did? Yeah. Um. I heard it honestly. I heard it was a mixture of things. I heard it was one because he wasn't skating as much because he did injure himself, so he wasn't skating as much. And I think the partying aspect got a hold of him. This happened years ago, but then he like came back, you know, in like 2017. He like dropped some America parts, and then Baker gave him his board back. America like gave him a pro models again, and then uh. Ruka picked him up, you know, and now he's now he's ripping. You know, he has looks like he hasn't missed a beat, but I guess he had like a fallout from like the time between stay like around stay gold to some to, I don't know really. Stay gold came out what two thousand ten? Sounds like it. Yeah, he came out like came I guess you could say his comeback was like two thousand sixteen, two thousand seventeen, so like that whole like six year period. He didn't really put shit out or like didn't do anything. So like cut him. Like they cut him right after uh, the Bacon Destroy video came out, and I think that came out in 2012, and that's when they like kind of yeah, you didn't put out a part for this video. It was just you fucking around on a quarter pipe, you know. And they it was when they cut Baker, cut him, Brayden, uh, they cut another guy too, Jeff Lenosi, and well, and then uh, Deathwish at the same time dropped Furby and Moose, and so like. Baker boys just had a huge like team cut to like rebuild the team. And they put, they put Jeff Linosi actually ended up, he got, he's like a graphic designer for them now. So he doesn't like really, he's like still involved, but like Braden, I don't know what he's on. 
Moose and Furby. I don't, I know Moose is like still pro riding for Osiris and Mystery, which is kind of cool. Mystery's still kicking. Yeah, that whole little comeback there is so crazy because Thomas has nothing to do with that anymore, right? Correct. Same. He has nothing to do with Fallen either. Hmm. Yeah. Are they making stuff again? Yeah, they came back. They actually got like a lot of the original team members on. They got like not original, original, but from like when the, the team fell off. They got like Tommy Sandoval has that. That's how you say his name. If I butchered it, I'm sorry. Uh, Billy Marks. Billy Marks, dude, he's still got a name on his shoe and everything, which is sick. I love a huge Billy Marks fan. He still rides skateboards? Yeah, and they, yeah, he does, he does. He's still doing fucking double flip roast beef grabs and shit like that. Like, I guess he's become, from what I've read on Instagram, just scrolling and stuff, I've seen, like, Mike Sinclair make comments, like, calling him old Bill and shit because he doesn't really skate, but when he does skate, he shows up to the spot, does, like, a fucking banger trick and, like, three tries and then just leaves. Hell yeah. Like, That's the way to fucking do it, dude. <laughs> I know he had that little section. I don't fucking remember what time it was. Maybe like 2009, 2010, where he was like the biggest name for the shortest amount of time. But so red. I think that dude was meant to be famous because before he was even famous, he was like got his foot in the door, I'm pretty sure. But remember his viral internet videos i saw those internet videos before i knew it was him i don't know anything about those dude, oh dude it's like the original youtube days when youtube first started he was like one of the he's like his videos were one of the first ones to go viral on youtube he's doing a bunch of crazy ping pong ball in the cup tricks oh i do remember that yeah yeah he would do a whole bunch of them and like he did like two videos and they were like fucking huge on youtube and i remember seeing them before i even skated and then you know eventually learned about billy marks and look him up on youtube and then boom those pop up i'm like wait a minute and sure enough he's riding a toy machine board in the second i was like that's the same that's billy marks what the hell i don't know he's cool i like billy marks creepy mustache skates the jethro toll like <laughs> that's cool speaking of which should i tell you of my new talent uh your editing and video making i guess you could call it that it's really just picking out music for skateboarding I'm into that. So for everybody listening, I have this talent where I can, with 100% accuracy, pick the perfect song and or music or whatever the hell you want to call it for any skate part (laughs) by only knowing the opener, the wowzer, as I like to call it, which is like, you know, that trick in the middle that really like, it's like, whoa, that's crazy. And then the ender trick... Just with the knowledge of those three things, I can pick the perfect skateboarding music. Hear that, editors out there? Need a guy. I'm telling you, try, like test it right now. All right. What should I do? Uh, uh, I don't. Um, I'm gonna name. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna name tricks from spots around Michigan City. Okay. Okay. All right. You do a backside 360 down Elston Eight. Okay. Uh, front tail shove it on horizon. Gotcha. For the wowzer. And then switch front side flip down to 12. Now with the front tail shove it on horizon, is this on the, like where exactly at horizon is this? The middle of it where it's waxed in the bank. Okay. So like actually on the side of the bank and you're going back into the bank. 
Yes. So back three down an eight stair. You got the front tail, shove it. And then you said it was a what flip? It was front side flip down the beach 12. Okay. That one. So that one you're going to need something real nice and slow. What we're going to do, judging by those tricks, and then what I'm doing is giving you like my thought process. I actually I had it in mind the second you gave me the three things. Mm-hmm. But to like give you the idea of what would be the perfect one for this. Obviously, these are all pretty heavy hitting tricks, right? Exactly. The tail, even like as the wowser, it's like, okay, yeah, it's I guess I guess it's, it's different. You have, spot. you have to look at the spot. Yeah. But I mean like it's different. It's not like a heavy hitting trick, but it's enough to be like, okay, yeah, that's oh okay, I see what's going on here. But judging by those tricks, I already know because it's gonna have the opener is gonna kind of set the mood that this is gonna be a pretty big thing. You got that wowzer that's going to be, it's going to calm things a little bit down, and then shit's going to get fucking batshit crazy. So this has got your basic, like, it's going to spike right at the beginning, it's going to dip down some, kind of ease everything in, and then it's going to ramp itself back up. Now, the perfect thing for this would be Stress Build's character by Dystopia. Okay, don't know if I know the song. All right, well, everybody listening, check out Stress Build's character by Dystopia. Think of those three tricks, and i you'll already have the entire part in your mind. Like, you'll know exactly everything that's going on, and you'll be, be like, wow, he's fucking right. The fact that you know that, Gordy, is amazing. What do you mean? The fact that you know what song it's got to be. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, try me again. Uh, all right, let's do another one. Okay, real quick. Uh all right, we'll do another one down the Elston eight. Okay. Uh, do a little big heel, like front big, you know, big heel action down it. Another banger, set the tone. And how about want another Wowzer backsmith down the library rail? Okay. And then, um, what is a good? Hmm. Trying to think of a good banger. Well, let me let you know right now. So you gave me two of the three. I already have it narrowed down to a po- like a possible hundred songs. That should like to give you an idea of like there's a lot of ways this can go. So this last trick's gonna determine a lot. Okay. I'm trying to think of something. Something around the city that you Oh, I know, I know. Okay. Front crook pull in off the fucking rail. At Elston Middle School, where I had to cut the fence and get into that bank by the football field. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I've always wanted to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, should I, do you want me to say what the song is first, or do you want me to explain the thought process like I did with the first one and kind of let everybody know about these spots that they don't know anything about? Let's do this. Let's do the, definitely do the th- thought process for sure. Okay. So. We got that same eight stair with a big heel. That was a regular one, right? Regular. Thought about switch, but I think regular would be a lot cooler. <laughs> for the opener, yeah. Yeah. So we're we're still starting this out like big, like this is a big fucking show. This might be the this might be the final part in a video. But it could not be. It's like right it's right there. We don't know at this point. Then we got the, it was a backsmith? Yeah, down that white rail at the library. 
So what this is for everybody listening, it's technically four steps, but each step is about, I don't know, four foot long, right? Yeah. Something like that. It's a pretty long thing, and the rail sits about waist high. You can get on it, but it's it's a bit it's a big alley. Yeah, it's a long it's a long one too. You gotta like hold it. And it's got that. Li- it also has a little gap at the end that you gotta hop over. Nothing big, but it's like you know that extra thing. So you got the backsmith down that, and that's showing that like this guy, like whoever this is, it's more than just the fucking. Big heavy hit and drops and whatnot. This person, they're going like they're going with style. They know like they fucking know they're badass. They're doing this thing. And then the final one was the was it a nose pick on the side or was it the nose grind down the actual handrail? I was gonna say, uh, you know how at El- at the El- at Elston Middle School there's that other football field in the back where they train. For practice, yeah. Ever has to train where they practice. It's got like um, those walls that are super steep. You know, like don't yep. know why they're there, but and you got the stair set right next to one of them with the broken rail. Yeah. Now, are you talking about grinding it? Because that's what I was picturing, and that's going to change the song if you say otherwise. Well, I was saying a, a like a crooked grind. But one of those crooked grinds where they pull, where they grab their board and they pull it over, and so they land into the the bank, the wall. But you're doing it on the broken rail, so you have to pull off before you reach the end. Yeah, and that's like the second kink, right? That's where the rail breaks off at the second kink, because it's a triple kink rail, if I'm not wrong, right? Yeah. So it breaks off the second kink, so I'd give you enough time to pull off right before that. Yeah, because basically for everybody, it looks like someone just cut the rail off. Yeah. But they didn't take the whole thing out. Yeah, they only cut off, like, you got your triple kinks, the first, the second, and then right when the second one, right where the third one begins and the second one ends, there's no rail there anymore. So this skater, by the time, and this is this is why I think this is probably like a like an ender for a whole video part, is this skater, they start off with a pretty heavy hitting trick. You got your little wowser in the middle where it's like, God, that's fucking crazy. But it's not like anything. It's it's one of those tricks. This guy knows he's a fucking badass. He's been working so hard on this part. That Smith grind, it's just, like I said, not super heavy hitting, but it's nothing to fucking scoff at. Right. And just fucking, they know they're on top of the world, you know? And this whole part is... The entire fucking part's just insane, 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 insane. But it's not all like big ass drop, big ass drop, big ass drop. It's just like, okay, well, the whole thing's just a solid ride through the whole way. And then it ends with this. And there's probably going to be a bit of a build up to this with like multiple run up angles and everything. And it's going to end with him doing this crooked grind on this rail, grabbing the board and hopping in over to the bank right before they reach the end of the rail, which would just dive them right into the fucking stair set. Now, that is combining that fucking, like, I know I'm a badass with the heaviest of heavy hitting things, you know? It's all that technical everything. They're like, they know they're fucking insane. And for that, the song that they're going to use is Pop by NSYNC. Okay. Wow. Gordy, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm pretty fucking good at this. I know. Yeah, that's... Wow, 
I've just, I've never, I've never, I never would have thought that. I never would have put that together. I couldn't have figured that out. But can you picture that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm sitting down watching the premiere. I even, as you were, as as soon as you said it, I even pictured lines, dude. Yeah, and you're thinking like, so it's got like that, what it is, is it fades in kind of, and it's going to be like the overly produced thing, like a fully flared kind of thing. And you're going to, it's going to be like the dark before the fucking big heel. You're going to have that mm, dirty pop. And then it's going to go do it, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking amazing. But you, and like, right, <laughs> right. At, fuck me. I'm dying. Me too. <laughs> right at the, right at the backsmith, you know, you got that wife, the fucking, oh fuck. I forget. How does it go? Oh, it's going to be at the Smith. You got that, like, why you got to try and classify the kind of thing we do thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's, like, like right there. Like, you can picture that. Oh, totally. You can picture, like, the ending of a line right before that, that right before that Smith grind. You can, I picture a line ending at the te- Elston tennis courts, like a trick going over, over, the ten- over the tennis court net, then a flat ground 360, and then it goes to that fucking back Smith really quick. Yeah, and it's one of those things, like, I genuinely am not, like, I'm dead serious about that, as far as my song pick. Do you remember when you made, when you, uh, we were filming for one of our videos, and the footage got corrupted, but it was, I forgot what you picked. I know exactly what I picked, because you mentioned it, but it was, it was Billy Idol's Sweet 16. Was that what it was? That line at Horizon? Yeah, it was for everybody pictured. I hope I can fucking get this footage, but I think it's gone forever. It was the most sensual line ever. And it was like, it was way over the top edited. Like there was slow-mo and there, well, it wasn't quite slow-mo. It was just slowed down from the actual speed. Yeah, it was just like, uh, it was so perfect. Had like a blur effect on it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I even didn't even make the board slide at the end either, so that's what was made it better. I like bailed out on this tiny little board slide and it just fucking Oh, that was sick, man. I even have one of Sam uh singing the song for you. You were you were trying to uh I think you were trying to you were doing something weird, man, on the were you trying to board slide like you're trying to backboard and then body burial? On the sea rail, and Sam is, of course, serenading you. Turn around, turn around, <laughs> and then like you slam <laughs> or you miss the trick, and Sam like I think Sam just screams or something. <laughs> Super rad, man. Oh, here's another. It's a little off topic, but this kind of independent took their cross off everything. Oh wow! Yeah, dude, they like. They sent out trucks to like shops and skaters, and they don't have the cross on them anymore. Hmm. But that was kind of random. Well, I, of course, I looked into it, and it's I guess because that cross dates back to like World War II, and like Nazis used to put it on their helmets or something. But I don't think that's what Independent meant by it. But like, yeah, actually, that's something I kind of I keep thinking about whether we should get into another episode because we're actually running out of time right now for everybody. Oh wow! Holy shit, we are wow. Um, you got anything before we let go? Not on my watch. Dirty pop. <laughs>